Welcome to Learning with Lisa, Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast with Lisa Navarra, award-winning educator, consultant, behavior specialist, author, and parent. We're going to be talking about how we need to become aware of when our children or a child who has ADHD is impulsive or distractible and they want immediate reinforcement for what they want, how they often can push our buttons and how we need to become aware if we're falling back into the trap of being reactive instead of proactive. Here are six basic steps to encourage your child with ADHD to become cooperative with you. One, be proactive rather than reactive. If you tell your child to stop doing something two, three times, and now you find yourself yelling, and now your child is yelling back at you, you're back in a vicious cycle that is oftentimes difficult to get out of. And so make sure your child understands why you're asking him or her to stop doing what he or she is doing. Number two, control what you can. You can't control everything but try your best to understand your child and set limits based upon that. For example, try not to bring your child who has ADHD to a store after a long day where you know that he or she has been working really hard on focusing. Their brain might really need a break and they might need time to decombust a bit. And that's important to avoid a downfall and pitfalls in communication. Number three, put consequences in your child's hands. Oftentimes, we will say, well, now you can't do this. Now you can't have that. Ask your child, well, this is what happened. And so what do you think the consequence should be? You might have a child who says, well, nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. And where accountability is difficult. But if you have a child who is open to talking about what happened, ask them. Ask her, well, what do you think the consequence should be? And oftentimes, his or her self-imposed punishment may be even too harsh. And now you can have an open dialogue of what you think and helping them guide into what might be more appropriate so they're not too hard on themselves. And so now it becomes more of a learning experience rather than the child being punished or feeling like he or she is being punished. Number four, be direct. Be firm and be direct. Always make eye contact. We use a lot of times in our sessions verbal and visual prompts such as focus. When you train the brain and you practice every day to make that eye contact with your child, they are able to process better, listen and understand what it is that you're talking about. Number five, watch your tone of voice. This is called paraverbal communication. We do a whole workshop on this, but this is a real important strategy that you can use. What we say and how we use our words communicates a message to our child about how we're feeling. If we're feeling frustrated, 
they might just react and be frustrated and adversarial back to what we're saying. So another tool that we have is our parent power tool to remind us as adults to take a breath, take a step back, set the limit and walk away. Number six, avoid getting past the point of no return. Remember to breathe yourself. This will help your child to remember to take a break also because what we do matters so much to them and for them to be open to hearing what we have to say. We wanna enjoy being parents and so we hope that these tips are helpful for you. So remember to be direct, watch what you say, remember to bottom line things and be firm and consistent. Thank you for listening to the Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast, where school leaders, educators, and parents meet on behalf of children who struggle with learning. To bring workshops to your school or organization, contact Child Behavior Consulting and get started with resources available at childbehaviorconsulting.com, Amazon, and teacherspayteachers.com for ready-to-use resources and children's books. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to review, subscribe, share, and give us a shout-out on social media.